Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to LooTube. This is Mr. Loo, and LooTube is a podcast dedicated to highlighting a few of the happenings around our students' lives, their thoughts during this quarantine. Hopefully, getting us to remember that even though we are isolated, we are never alone. This is part three of a five-part episode dedicated to highlighting our seniors. In episodes one and two, we talked to our elementary and middle school teachers of our seniors as they reminisced on some stories and gave some encouragement. This episode, we get to spend some time with some of our high school teachers and reminisce on some more recent stories. So welcome to episode 10 of LooTube, the podcast that's just highlighting the things going around our CVLCC community. Today, we have Ms. Hernandez, Ms. Kulan, and Mr. Marcus from the high school, as well as myself. I think I'll share a little bit too for the first time, but this episode series is for the seniors and through this time, they're missing out on a lot of things. And so, you know, we're just here to share some stories, some encouragement, and, you know, hopefully they'll find some joy through that. And hopefully we find some joy reminiscing a little bit. So would y'all like to introduce yourselves? How do you know the seniors and maybe what subjects you taught them? All right. Well, um, my name is Cheryl Kulan. I came on board nearly four years ago. I was uh, late. I think I was a, a quarter late, I believe coming from Oakland, growing up in San Diego, but coming back home. And I just remember going, what is this comunidad thing, you know? And of course I'd had homerooms before, but most of my career was teaching middle school. And I just thought, this is cool, you know? And I was co-teaching with Avila at Comunidad. And it was so cool having her with me because you guys were, my group were a little quiet, a little bit, um, difficult to read and so uh we worked together to try to you know connect with you guys and have fun but i knew that i had a very unique group of individuals very unique and very eclectic i think you guys are all very different and yet you share some great qualities so that's that's how i met you guys um i'll, I'll go next um i'm abra hernandez and i have been teaching at CVLCC coming up on my ninth year, almost a full decade. I That's can't believe crazy. it. That's <laughs> crazy. Um, and I met the seniors when they were my students when I was teaching them um, in ninth grade English. And so that was really the only year that I had them entirely. Um, but I had I have a small group of them that have been with me in Comunidad and it's they've just been such a, a great bunch and they're so fun. and. They have no filter and they're just <laughs> hilarious. <so. laughs> um, my name is Joshua Marcus and I have taught the, um, the seniors this year um, in AP literature and composition, American literature and philosophy. Um, and it is just a wonderful group of students and it's, it's really been um, a privilege and I look forward to sharing that today. Awesome. Yeah, so one of the things as I was talking to the elementary school teachers and the middle school teachers is that a characteristic of this group is they like to have a lot of fun and they like to talk more so than maybe some other years. What are some like examples of that that maybe come to your mind? I think like they're just so unapologetic about who they are. Like that's 100% goes without saying and I think everyone can agree about that but like the whole wanting to have fun is I think that they will do anything and everything to try to drive the class maybe away from like 
peak productivity to like finding a balance between like, hey, let's try to have some fun with this and like maybe, I don't know, get us to tell stories or like just they want to like drive the class how they want to drive it and on their on their own side of the road. Yeah. And I've fallen victim to that several times. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if this happened to you guys, but when I taught them as juniors for A-Push, seating charts were really hard to, like, they didn't work for this class. Like, they would, wherever they sat, they were able to talk and find a way to, to like, get their mouths right in, so. It's because they all, like, they're all friends, and it's, like, you can't separate, like, they can interact and intermingle with each other, and you can't put a student over here with B student with C student with XYZ student because they're all homies and they're all going to find a way to like chit chat. Mm-hmm. And it just like their seating charts just has to go out the window. It's interesting you say that. Cause I mean, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm being kind of imp- kind of partial because I'm just, I'm kind of, I, ca- I can't think of a hundred kids at the same time, but I'm just kind of thinking of my comunidad. Right. But I taught obviously all of them, but I'm thinking what you just said, uh, my comunidad, are very they're into their own groups and it's funny because and I think I had a student chart at one point I said you know Mondays you're gonna have a student chart you're gonna get your work done but they kind of went back to their own groups but then when I did that then a couple of them said hey Miss Kulon um you know I think you should do more things about you know where we're like kind of talking with other people that we don't normally talk to <laughs> and I'm like well there you go right so yeah, I think they're very, um, this group is very, they say what they want to say and they, they just say it. And sometimes, you know, it's harsh, you know, like I, he's very like, dude, like he just says what he needs to say. And, you know, sometimes I get a little, you know, like, whoa, you know, he just says what's on his mind. And, and, you know, if he wants to leave the class, he leaves the class. Cesar Young, for example, I love him so much. I love everyone so much, but I remember once, I think it was after school or after class when he was in my 11th grade history class, he just like talked to me about, you know, Ms. Kulan, the way you treat so-and-so and the way you talk to so-and-so, like, I really think you should think of, think about the way you're talking. And I just, I was kind of like, whoa, but I was so grateful for that. You know, um, I was very grateful if Jimmy Corrales is bored, he will, he will tell you. And maybe not verbally, but with his face, like this group is very... <laughs> And I'm not saying they're super loquacious. My comunidad is kind of quiet in a way, but they'll tell you in other ways, you know? And so, um, and I've seen a lot of these kids, I'm, I'm thinking of Caleb right now, Caleb Arzate, he was so quiet. Even Daniel Garcia's very quiet comunidad for the first couple of years, but they just evolved and kind of blossomed. And I didn't realize there was so much stuff going on with some of these kids, but they all kind of blossomed for me. Um, as the years went by, so. Yeah. Um, I think in this vein, something that I have really appreciated is that um, the students in this class um, have, have essentially sort of given such great ideas for things to do in the class that would be engaging for them. So whether it's playing Jeopardy or Kahoot or talking about current events, there has been no reticence on their part um, in terms of of letting teachers know sort of what works for them and what really engages them. And I think one of my funny memories um, from this year is um, <clears throat> sort of uh, getting to know Kahoot and Jeopardy 
um, which I had never really done before. And then realizing, oh my God, they are taking this way too seriously. Like this, what, 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 what I had thought was like sort of a friendly competition became like a fencing match became like literally scary. Like, you know, uh, whoever wins this, you know, uh, it was a, it was a competition for the end of the earth. Um, and sort of my sort of initiation into the Jeopardy Kahoot, uh, extra credit competitions was really pretty, um, pretty astonishing. And, and I think I left scared. I think, uh, I think it shook me to my core. Uh, <laughs> and I realized I had to be careful about structuring competitions because, uh, you know, there might end up being casualties, uh, collateral damage. Um, and, uh, that was, that was, that was definitely, um, that was definitely interesting and fun. Um, and also just the, you know, trivia competitions, um, just loving trivia. Um, and so, yeah, those are a few things that stick out to me in that vein. It's awesome. I think, I think I love this class specifically because we have such a good handful of them that have siblings that have either graduated mm -hmm. or that are younger than them. And they, this is specifically the class that refuses to be compared to, and it's, I think it's so easy just as a teacher, like we see these generations come in and we see them leave and then the siblings are still there and it's kind of, you know, I get into the habit of like not comparing them, but like maybe thinking that they'll be similar in habits and maybe not. And this class is like, nah, that nah, you can't do that with this class. Yeah. And like, I learned that very quickly with, with Paulette Valdez <laughs> and um, just because like her and, you know, and Jocelyn are so like vastly different and Paulette was very quick to kind of establish herself as her own person and not like an attachment of, you know, her, her older sister or even her younger brother, which I think was, was really cool. Like they're very into their like cementing there and like putting their stamp and not living in anybody else's shadow. Mm. I think that's true, right? For me, teaching them this year, at least a lot of these seniors in Gov, it's really cool to see how one, they care a lot about what our world is looking like, at least seeing, you know, I'll throw, hey, come out to a debate, come out to, um, to, to, to watch what's going on. And, you know, yes, I offer pizza and yes, I, you know, sometimes offer it as a competition for credit, but, you know, they show up and they have these really good, com they have these, uh, like, their thoughts that they put out. And, and, you know, my specific shout out goes to Luis Vasquez, who has took this blog and I, thought of it as a project to kind of like get information out to people and to get them, give them an outlet to look at what we're learning and apply it to a, you know, a place where they can convey their thoughts and they've like took it and ran with it, you know? And that's, I think that's something that's really impressive that that's impressed me, um, you know, to see like they care a lot and they're a class that like really has their identity kind of locked down. Which yeah, is like what you're of, saying. Have a lot of determination for people to know who they are, not based on anybody else that they might be related to. Yeah. So, yeah. Any other stories like that, you know, maybe show some character of some of these individuals or these oh, groups? I got a personal growth story. It's not, I mean, for one of, the, for one of our kids. So, yes. like, can we all agree that 
this class definitely we got some potty mouths like definitely <laughs> heard some no no potty words come out of these kids mouths so um sweet anthony garcia uh for like freshman sophomore year this kid had a major potty mouth like major 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 and i was always getting on him i was like dude what am i gonna do with this kid like so i junior year capone was my uh my student teacher so my junior the, their junior year i put a swear jar for comunidad i think anthony single-handedly like made at least seven dollars in that <laughs> and it was in like quarters and like dimes <laughs> and so like he's done so much growing and he he's got much less of a potty mouth but just like special shout out to him and how much he's like grown and matured and like how much he's experienced and like he's a leader he's in csl he's an athlete like he is like just become like this gem of a human being and i appreciate all of his all his work and he's an inspiration to this podcast he is the one that told me to do this podcast so like the only one of the biggest reasons for me doing this was him going yeah i think you should do it so oh yeah 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 uh -huh. yeah oh well shout out to anthony <laughs> Um, I don't know if I have, I'm just kind of looking, I'm actually, as we're talking, I'm looking at my list of Comunidad kids and I just, it's very heartbreaking. I just can't believe that I may not see some of them ever again. So I won't even go into that right now, but they're all so different. And, you know, I was a different type of 12th grader. You know, I, I was not in the school spirit. I was, um, you know, I was very introverted. I literally had two friends and I went home and I listened to classical music and read books. Okay. So, um, I, you know, I happened to get into college. I wanted to, and that was great for me. And that was where I really opened up. But I, so sometimes it's hard for me as like a 57 year old person. Like I'm trying to like, Hey kids, you're in 12th grade. I don't, you know, that was a long time ago for me, but I see myself in some of these kids, um, in the sense of, you know, we're not all, go school spirit yeah cheerleader we're not all cheerleader type of kids and so i don't know what i'm trying to say but i see myself with some of these kids and the kids that are reading and the kids that are a little bit more introverted and, and i see so much um i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say but i see a lot of of a pensiveness in some of these children it reminds me of myself when i was in 12th grade um but then i also see you know people like Lisetta Smith, like, dude, she never not has a smile on her face. Like she comes, like we wait for her. It's like the days that she's absent, it's like, where's Lisetta? She's like this bright shining sun that never says no to, hey, Lisetta, can you help me with making a poster for blah, blah, blah. Lisetta, never know, you know, you know, and then there's kids that are quieter, like little Esteban Perez. And I'm just saying that because he's just, he's not the kind of person who, demands attention but i go and look at what he's doing and he's like drawing some freaking masterpiece you know so i i don't know what i'm trying to say but i just really find this group of kids in my community so eclectic and so different and yet they're together like i said if i let kids go in their own cliques all the time then someone will say hey miss Kulan, can we do something where we connect with each other like they want to connect and we have circles every monday and they share and it's powerful and so, um, yeah, lots of stuff. Speaking of, yeah, speaking of stories, like, what do, you know, Jose Jimenez, right? 
I borrego. Like I like I had him as a student in the history class. I'm like, wow, this guy really likes to talk. Like, wow, like what am I gonna do with this kid? He talks a lot, but he has come through as the most, I don't know, he's the most amazingly sort of uh he's got the camaraderie and that just just it just circles around our community dot class like you just feel his energy and um he is a really you know an example of someone who's super social and talkative but he also is a responsible citizen and i just seen him grow and mature and yeah i'm really gonna miss these kids i think he's he's one of those kids that like not only does he kind of like bring, like light up the room when he walks in, but he like cranks the volume up as high as it goes, for sure. I've never met someone quite as like boisterous as as Jose, but I mean he and I don't, I never had him as a student, but he is just like he like radiates this like solar energy around him and like every time that there's like people that he's talking to everyone in that little group is smiling or laughing so i think yeah i think you hit that one hit that nail on hit that nail on the head <laughs> can we just real quick talk about how uh jimmy corrales got his finger stuck in that spool of thread and his finger almost came off can we just put yeah. that in <laughs> i mean yeah we could throw that in there and literally told those boys it was him and eric and I told them to not play around with that. And literally Eric had taken his finger out and then Jimmy's just holding on to it. And, and then he puts, I literally said, don't put it in. And he put it in and Hey, I mean, you went I, viral. I went what? viral. So thank you. <laughs> guys. When thank was you, Jimmy. Thank you, Karina. Uh, when was that? That was in preparation for the, uh, the fall festival. We were doing the haunted house, and so we were using the string to like right. rope stuff and whatnot. So. He almost degloved his finger. Uh, speaking of people getting hurt, I I look my list of students right now, and I just remember within a few months, I think. Was and I'm sorry, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. I just felt so. Um, I just felt like such the, uh, the mo a mother who was concerned for her cubs when within a few months, I believe, um, Jose, we would go out for, you know, games across the street and he got hurt and had to get taken off, uh, taken out with a, with a wheelchair and he really got his leg hurt. And that really, I don't know, that was really hard for me to see. And then Daniel Garcia, you know, when I was shooting the football game, with my camera there and I'm like, wait, what just happened? He got really hurt. And it's, that's, and I know that other kids, you know, have been hurt and it's, um, that's one of those things I was gonna share really quick before I became a teacher. Like I remember the week before I was about to go into the classroom, I suddenly woke up in the night just going, what if somebody gets hurt? What am I doing? I'm gonna be a teacher. I have 30 kids. I have 30 kids, five, you know, five periods a day. Like, what if somebody gets hurt? Like, oh my God, what am I doing? This is too much responsibility. And I, so I just, uh, <clears throat> I just want to say sh a shout out to those kids who have been hurt when anyway. And I just, I just want you guys to know that our teachers, your teachers really, yeah, no, we're, we feel very responsible for you. And it's a really hard thing when our, our kids get hurt. So I think everyone's okay now, but uh, yeah, I remember within a few months, Daniel and Jose both got hurt under my gaze and I felt so concerned, but they're okay now. So. Yeah. That's true. 
Um, in terms of stories uh, from the year, there's there there are so many to to choose from, and it and it and it's tough because it might be a student who normally you know struggled with public speaking, but just made me so so proud that she stuck with it and faced her fear and overcame it and succeeded. It might be a story like that. Um, there's, in other words, there's all these different, there's all these different types of stories. Um, I'll mention, I'll mention, I'll mention a few. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, you had mentioned uh, Lizetta. Yeah. I remember, I remember in a philosophy class um, at the end, uh, in the philosophy elective, at the end, students gave presentations uh, relating the ideas the ideas that we'd studied in philosophy to something in their lives to something that they were interested in. So for example, Priscilla, I remember did um, Avengers. Um, that was, that was absolutely amazing. Um, I remember asking uh, Angelina and sort of bouncing ideas off of Angelina about how to explain some of the concepts that I was trying to explain and her ideas were, were better than far, far better than mine. Um, in terms of, uh, Lizetta, um, I remember she did a presentation um, about the trolley scenario, you know, the, the famous thought experiment about, about the trolley. <laughs> um, and Lizetta came up with this idea to have different groups of people holding signs and to literally essentially act out the trolley experiment. And as soon as she did that, I was like, that is freaking brilliant. You know, she literally made this experiment come alive because she essentially called, um, called up students um, to play actors in this scene. And it just made it so much more visceral and so much more engaging and effective. So just because you had mentioned um, Lizetta specifically, um, school and I thought that would be um, good, good to tag on. And yeah, in, in that particular class, again, um, Angelina's bouncing, bouncing thoughts off of Angelina in terms of how to explain um, John Rawls's philosophy and Priscilla um, in that particular class, her, um, her presentation on the Avengers uh, was amazing, talking about Thanos and Nietzsche um, and all sorts of other concepts. Um, and also uh, from that class, Alejandro, Alejandro Rincon, um, his ability to look at things from many different perspectives and argue very, very sharply um, was uh, was really phenomenal. Um, so that was a real that was really fun. Um, I think in uh, AP literature, um, I remember that. I mean, we just had just wonderful wonderful writers. Um, I could go through an entire litany of them. I mean, <laughs> one writer. I'm not sure if she would want to be named, so I'm not gonna whatever. But like, wrote an amazing sonnet about not wanting to write a sonnet. Um, that was, so just playing these, 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 um, fun sort of, um, fun sort of games with the assignments, but re but in the process, actually completing the assignments really, really, um, really well. Um, I think I'm, I remember, uh, we did an activity about Bless Me Ultima, um, as, and as part of it, I remember that there was a group of students, I remember Eric. Rosso was one of them and um, Jose was there and they basically essentially because um, 
um, there's a lot of music references in that particular book. They essentially wrote a song and put it to music, you know, put, put their song to the guitar about Bless Me Ultima. That was, that was really, really, that, that was really cool. Um, the love of trivia. I remember we read, Oh, Captain, My Captain, um, by Walt Whitman and put that to rap. That was, that was really fun. Um, enjoyed that. Um, I was very proud of the students' integration of the collegiate vocabulary terms that mm-hmm. they had learned um, before we left for on March 13th, so to speak. By that point, they had, they had learned almost 200 um, collegiate vocabulary terms, but they hadn't just learned them. They were actually using them in class yes. and, in their, and in their writing. Um, and sometimes using them against me, which was fantastic. They would, they would like use my, use the weapons and slay me, um, slay me with them. And that would, that was just really fun to see that they were, um, that they were really, um, sort of relishing those and, and putting them to use. Um, another fun thing I remember from, um, from AP Lit or American Lit was essentially students teaching me idioms. Uh, I remember them teach, you know, because we were talking, uh, we had read some chapter and maybe it was in Malcolm Gladwell about code switching or something. So we, somehow we got into a conversation about cell phone language and I started learning all these different things and all, all these different idioms that I had no idea, absolutely no idea. And it was literally like learning a foreign language, just learning these symbols, uh, these texting symbols, but also learning expressions like spill the tea yeah sister shook i don't know like a gazillion different you know, a gazillion different expressions i'd never heard of and in my life what was there was something i'm really i'm, I'm really partial to let's get this bread but let's get this let's right, get yeah. and i was I'm, i was met with some very 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 like t- disapproving kids yeah let's uh let's um let's get this bread um that was def- that was definitely one of my favorite ones. Um, so I, I think that was that was really fun. Um, That's awesome. Grateful for for what they taught me. Yeah, and I, that was a a theme with you know reaching out to the elementary and middle school teachers too. That there was like learning that came from these kids um, in many different ways. So I guess you know, Mr. Nandes, Ms. Kwan, are there any ways that you know you y'all have learned any stories of Patience. things? Amen. <laughs> but any specific story that showed you maybe how? Um, you're asking what the kids have taught us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I, yeah, it's, I, I don't want to sound too vague, but they're super, like, they're just a reflection of, of who we are as teachers, you know, and sometimes you, you succeed and sometimes you fail, but it's kind of like, what's the cliche, I don't want to, because overused quote was it um who was it was it lincoln i'm sorry who said oh, you can please some of the people some of the time and but you can't please all the people all the time that's how i feel with my community out it's not like we're all like Woo! we just all love it. it's like it's more like we're kind of a like i said very eclectic and 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 i kind of get a little bit i don't want to say nervous i get a little bit oh comunidad they're coming in and it's kind of a cool feeling to feel because I know I'm not going to please all of them. And, and, and so to tell the truth, the last few months, it's like they were in their 12th, 
and I said, what do you guys want to do? You know, like, should we do this? Should we prep for this? And they just kind of wanted to do their own thing. And, but I checked in on them, you know, I would check in, but I think they taught me to be on my freaking toes. Um, hmm. and that doesn't mean, Ooh, having the perfectly planned out lesson plan for comunidad. It just means, are you present with them? They want to know, I think that I'm present and, and, and then, you know, these surprising comments will come up. Like, I'm like, okay, you guys can do whatever you want. I'll, and I'll hear little things like from people that you wouldn't normally think would come from. Hey, just want you to know, Cole, like, we really like you. Like, we're really happy. We're really happy. You make us happy. Like, whoa, you know. So I think they've taught me to kind of find that balance between responsibility and freedom. You know, another, um, a cliche that can't be really overused, like, we want to be responsible teachers. They want to be responsible uh, students, but they we also want freedom. And so I think they let me be myself, but they also let me know, hey, you know, we need we need something. You know, we need to we need you to help us, like um, whether it's emotional, social, whatever, academic. Like I don't know. I think we found some kind of balance there. Of course, I'm still gonna it's gonna haunt me forever that. You know, I didn't get to finish the year with them. And, um, you know, I wish I could have done more and that kind of thing. But I think that was the sort of dance that we played together was, okay, we, we need, we're at school, we need to get things done. But they also wanted some freedom. And so I think that was that, that balance, that, da that dance for us or for me with responsibility and freedom. Mm -hmm. I think they, they're, they know, they're very, I don't know how to say it, like, they know what they like and they know what they don't. And they are very communicative in letting us know, like, this isn't working for us. Like, let's find, like Kulon was saying, like, let's find a balance. Let's find a compromise. You know, and I was lucky enough to be paired up with Mr. Gum for Comunidad. And we'll try to pitch all these like fun, like, you know, gum games. Like, I don't know how to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And like, we'll get like a good handful that are really into it. And then they, sometimes they're just like, not, not into it. And like, mm. you kind of have to give them that space to do their growing. And sometimes like at this point in their senior year, like they just need the space, you know, yeah. they have a lot going on. And I think for me, they taught me to kind of loosen up the reins a little bit just because I'm into like, I like order and I like the way I organize things as an academic teacher and as a comunidad teacher, they taught me like, it's okay to not stick to the structure all the time. And I think that that kind of has trickled into my academic content classes and has kind of made me a more patient, uh, a more patient teacher. Definitely. That's awesome. And I'm sure there's a thousand more stories that we can spend forever talking about. And, you know, I think, these kids are special in so many different ways and, and it is an unfortunate, you know, we were talking about this earlier that, you know, prom was supposed to be this past Saturday and, you know, graduations up in the air. We're not sure how that's going down and everything. And, and we're all trying to do different things, but what's some advice or encouragement that you would give to them in terms of, you know, not well dealing with this, but also maybe their future and, you know, I think like the one, the piece of advice that I, that I like giving a lot is, is don't make decisions based on other people's expectations of you. Um, you know, don't like, and I, and it's no disrespect to their parents, but like, don't make the decisions for your parents. 
don't make them, you know, for family members because they're not living your life. You are the one that is going to leave, you know, you're going to leave the nest. You're going to go to college. Some are going to join the military and like, no one's going to be there to, you know, like essentially point you on the right direction. You have to make mm-hmm. those decisions for yourself. Um, and also to travel, like go, go see the world. If you have to go alone, go alone. Like don't, don't stick yourself in one corner of the earth and just sit there and and be, you know, like Mm. go get lost, go like accidentally get food poisoning in another country. Like, (laughs) like it's all going to happen and you have to create those adventures to become who you are destined to become. Can I, can I tag on to that? Cause of course I, I love that. And I was going to share something about traveling as well, but I just want to share something else kind of along the same lines, you know, yeah, try it. So, you know, you, you can look at the globe and we live on this dot. Yeah. You want to, you kind of want to go beyond that dot. And I remember Karina and, and those kids that went on the New York trip, man, that's all they could talk about. They were so thrilled about the traveling so important, but if you can't afford right now to, or you, for whatever reason, travel. I know that I, when I was in, you know, school, and, and especially when I was in college, I had teachers that told me to read certain books, that told me to watch certain movies, that told me to pick up my camera and go photograph certain things. And I felt like I brought the world into my freaking bedroom because I was given such great advice. Like I would read a book going, Oh my God. Yeah. I I kind of was traveling around the world without even moving, leaving my room. So if you are confined to your room, there are ways to experience the world. You know, if you're, if you're at a loss of what to read or if you're at a loss to what to watch, if you're just telling you're watching what Netflix is telling you to watch, that's fine. But you can also go on to certain New York times or whatever, different publications. Like what are the, some of the 10 greatest books a teenager should read or what are the 10, some of the 10, 20 greatest films a teenager should watch or whatever it may be. But I think if you push your, yourselves a little bit to go beyond what's being fed to you through different things, parents, like you said, or family or Netflix, mm-hmm. um, you're going to find a, a whole world, you know? And so this is a crazy time. We are confined, but remember you have time right now and it sucks. You can't go out and meet with your friends and go to prom and all that but you have this crazy thing called time and you may not ever have this again. So I'm just encouraging you to push yourselves a little bit and Google different lists of things and books and movies and things that you can do because you can actually get beyond the confines of your house by Mm. getting into a great piece of art. That's what I I think this point in time is going to look like such a blip in like the, the long, like the long term. Um, Cause it's like, this is like what one, two months out of their whole, their whole rest of their life, mm-hmm. you know? So just get out there. For sure. Mr. Marcus. Um, I think I would um, add on to, um, to what Ms. Coulon and uh, Mr. Hernandez have said. I think they've given um, really good advice. Um, I think the encouragement that I would give is that I think. Hey, hey, hey. I think each of us could honestly say incredible things very genuinely about every single student in this class. Um, And I will be happy to do so when it comes to signing yearbooks virtually or something like that. (laughs) Um, If you want me to, to sing your praises, 
I will, I will do so. Um, you know, I think there's only, there's only been time for us to throw out a, a few random stories, but I just want, you know, every student to know that like, um, you know, there is so much that is amazing that could be said about every single student. Um, no one is any better or any worse than, than um, anyone else. Um, what I would say is that um, you guys have everything that it takes to, to achieve, to truly achieve incredible things. Um, it's, this is a wonderful group of students. I believe in you. Um, I think I'm, to be honest, I don't think I've been more proud of the students um, <clears throat> throughout the entire year than I am now in the sense of, I'm just really proud at how the students are reacting to something which is mind boggling and jaw dropping and once in a generation type of thing. I'm really, really proud of the resiliency and the strength that students have shown. Um, I know a recent assignment that I gave this past week was for students to write speeches where they essentially talk to each other or talk to CBLCC, say what it is that they have to say, but just within the, within the assignment, you know, use some rhetorical devices that we've studied and the speeches have been really excellent um, and really, um, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, just, I'm, I'm not sure what the, the, the right word is, but it, they've been very, very moving. Um, I think this is a class that I've seen be very kind to each other um, and be very supportive of each other and that you guys have all that it takes to go out there and kill it. Um, I think that's, that really, if it came down to it, would be, um, would be um, what, I, what I would want to say. And I guess in terms of advice, that would be my encouragement. In terms of advice, I would echo um, what Ms. Hernandez was saying. Your perspective when you are 17 or 18 is going to be very, very, very different from what your perspective is going to be when you're, let's say, like 23. And that perspective is going to be incredibly different from what it's going to be at, in your late 20s or 30s or mid 30s or 40s. Um, one of the vocab words that we learned this year was myopic. You know, essentially having blinders on and only being able to see what's right in front of you and therefore sort of missing the wider context. Um, and I guess if there's one piece of advice that I would offer, it would be to, um, what's a way of saying this? That's, it would be to, um, to not be sort of paralyzed with fear in the present and to not be, to, to give your very, very best and to go out there and kill it, but to don't, but not to let things in the present get to you too much and to realize um, that you guys are just at the very, very beginning of your lives. Um, and it's okay. It is okay to fail. It's okay to try things. And if they don't work out, try other things. Um, not to think that what happens at a, in a particular day or a particular week or a particular year is literally like the end all and be all of existence, because you'll realize years from now that that's just not the case. It's not the case at all. And it would be a shame if you didn't um, take the time to smell the roses and, um, and really sort of uh, be present in your lives and not, not stress to the point where you are missing out on everything else that's going around you. So I think that, that's, um, that, that would be my advice. That's awesome. So to end it, 
we're gonna start with the prompt dear seniors i wish so if anyone would like to start a uh, question before we go is it like mm -hmm. i i wish for them or like it could be anything it's open-ended so it could be like i wish yeah i wish that you would blah 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 okay. um or i wish that you knew how much blah 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 got it um dear seniors i wish you knew how much and how dearly i love you despite my lack of patience when you were freshman babies um and i i wish for you um a lifetime of adventures and just mishaps and wonderful experiences um i wish for you to go out and, and make something of yourselves and whatever it is that you choose to do, just kick, kick ass at it. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, no, I, I wish I had more time and I wish I had gotten another year, um, with you guys, but, um, I wish for you everything that I would wish my own child will soon to be children, but, um, yeah, you guys are really special. Um, I wish that, we could continue meeting like we do every week, but I wish, I wish there could be some way to have like, and I know I'm just, I'm such a dreamer. I always have been, but like somehow have like a yearly comunidad get together, um, whether it's on virtual or in, 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 uh, in real life. But, I would love to just see you guys. Of course, I, I, I know it's an impossible dream, but it would be so fun to get together with this comunidad a year from now, two years from now, five years from now. I know that there's high school reunions and all that, but I just, it would be so fun to be with you kids outside of the classroom, just really just having a freaking party. I guess that's what I wish for. Um, I know there were times I really, I know you guys wanted to just chill on Fridays and so, we would, you know, bring snacks and we had sandwich parties and, and that kind of thing. But I would love like to see you guys outside of the classroom just and have just, I would love to treat you guys to just a huge party and cook for you and do all those things we talked about. So, but I also, of course, I, I actually I don't want to say wish. I know you guys are going to have great lives, but um, I, I, I would love to do that. See you guys outside of the classroom and have a party and, um, just know that forever and ever I'm here for you. And so please don't lose touch with me. And if you do, I'll track you down. Um, so yeah, I love you and you guys have taught me a lot and I'm, I'm not going to lose touch with you. Um, I would echo, um, again, what Mr. Hernandez and Skulon, um, have, uh, have said, uh, so dear, dear seniors, um, I wish that you knew the extent to which all of your teachers um, and everyone have you in their thoughts. Um, and, um, you know, the ex just the extent of our care and our concern um, for you, particularly in this, um, particularly in this time. Um, it has been so difficult. It's been so, so difficult for you. Um, and the knowledge of that makes it even more difficult as, you know, f it, 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 just the knowledge that you're going through a difficult experience is, is difficult for everyone who cares for you. Um, 
And uh, just know that, you know, teachers always in the back of their minds are always, um, that care never goes away, no matter where they are on earth, no matter nothing, you know, nothing, regardless of consequence. It doesn't matter if it's sitting in front of a computer or it's in a classroom, that care, that care it, um, is still there. Um, and I wish you appreciated how special you are. Um, and I, I hope, I hope that you do. Um, and I think that's, I guess that's, I guess that's it. Those are my, those are, those are my wishes. So, um, I, oh, let me say one more thing. I also hope that you, um, I hope that you can, that you see like the silver, the possible silver linings of this whole experience. I know that in the pre in the present, it's very, very, very challenging and difficult for all of us. But at the same time, um, I hope that, that, you know, it's, it's, uh, they say that we can't change what happens to us in many cases, but we can change the way that we think about what happens to us. And that makes a huge difference. Um, and I hope that um, you have been able to see that maybe this is actually, you know, it has some serious net positives um, to it. You know, it's sort of like a dose of the harshness of life. Um, so by the time you guys get to college or the military or the workforce or any other path that you go to, you will have dealt with something that no other generation in a really long time has had to deal with. And you will have, you will have been forged in fire, so to speak. Yeah. And, you, and you will have an appreciation for things and a hunger that no other generation will have. You, you just will. Um, it just because of crazy circumstances. Um, if you look at so many people in life who have been incredibly successful, what marks them is the fact that they went through seriously, seriously painful circumstances. Um, and um, they had to learn to cope with them. And I hope that you see, I guess I hope that you see the beauty of what you have done in the past couple months or so, the beauty of your own strength the beauty of your own resilience in the face of this and that you can appreciate it. And honestly, in the scheme of things, when you compare that to a couple of things, okay, graduation is not, may not be physical, but it'll be through Zoom or something like that. When you compare that to the other thing, maybe actually we can see this as some net positives and some things that are actually going to help you in your lives. That's awesome. And definite words of wisdom. Thank you all so much you know, we've had, we've shared, this will be the longest podcast yet. Uh, so episode 10 is a special number and uh, coming close to 50 minutes right now, but Hey, thanks so much for the stories. You know, I ended each of the podcasts with their previous teachers by saying, you know, by thanking them for everything that they did in elementary and middle to give us this group of kids that ha that seemingly is really prepared or getting there for life and for life after high school. And I guess for us, it's, it's more of a, Hey, let's, let's pray that we did some good work by these kids that when they leave that they're already, you know? So, um, I know, I know through seeing what we've done, um, as a high school that they will be ready. Let's just see that, you know, that they're going to get through this. So, um, I appreciate y'all. Thanks for your time. 
I know th- this is a special episode and yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for inviting us. Yes, yeah, this is dope. Like, I, I really feel like we're going to get off the Zoom meeting. I'm going to be like, God, I wanted to tell this story. And, that, and I just want to say one last thing. I just, every single one of you kids has really left a very positive mark on me. So, uh, yeah. Thank I just want to thank the students for making me a better, I think, a better person. So. Man, what an exciting episode to just go through seniors and those listening i hope you enjoyed it as much as i enjoyed being a part of it listening to the stories of when the seniors when y'all were freshmen and sophomores with miss hernandez and miss Kulan, to having you as juniors and then hearing another perspective of having you as seniors with mr marcus man we love you and we just hope that this episode was really encouraging and brought some smiles and some joy there's a lot of name drops and a lot of shout outs so have an awesome day and hopefully you're smiling a little bit more after listening to this episode also this past weekend we were able to do a senior sign drop off check out the compilation video on the blog and i dare you i dare you to try not to cry as always we love you we appreciate you seniors tune in for episode four and five even more special things to come i went to find somebody better found another guy never wonder if he'll leave me because i know he won't so this is what you get, I gotta let you go. Never take someone for granted for some fake love. I was the one that had your back when you were giving up. But you ain't never show respect, you wonder why they leave. I couldn't talk to anyone, you barely let me breathe. You ain't know I really love you, 